Ask me if I give a shit. <laughs> Don't bullshit. Okay. Is this a bunch of crap? It's cool. I like it. Stop. I'm sick of the bullshit. Get your facts straight. Jog your memory. All right, everybody, welcome. It's uh, another episode of the Silver Motion Podcast, and uh, here I am uh, once again with Stephen. Yep, another uh, glorious day of Kai June. Yes, Kai June. We'll put it on the front end this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we remembered, or you remembered. Yeah, I we, probably would have forgotten again. <laughs> Snuck it in last time, but yeah. it's a full-blown glory today. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about uh, Gamera Part 2, uh, Gamera versus Barugan. Yeah. I, I had a blast. <laughs> I can't, what can I say? It was, <laughs> it was a fun movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a good sequel. It goes in a different direction. It's a little bit uh, more of a Barugan movie. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of... I, if I've got a complaint, it's that for a, for a movie called Gamera versus Barugan, it's... it's doesn't have a lot of Gamera fighting Baragon, but no, they do fight twice though. They do fight twice, but I was, I was maybe a little underwhelmed with the the second yeah. fight. It was, the, I would agree. It, it was, I would agree. Yeah, there's there's good stuff in it though. There there is. And is that the one where he grabs him by the tail? Oh, I think so. I can't remember which. Yeah, I think that's the second. I think one. that's he the grabs second him one by the tail. Yeah, and I enjoyed that. Man, it might be the first one. Who knows? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> We only watched the movie. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what would we know? Can't expect us to remember anything about it. Jesus, uh, but <laughs> it's I I like so much about the movie. For I I think other than that, just that final battle with them that was a little maybe I wanted a little more action going on. Yeah, but yeah. Other than that, I I kind of thought it was a better movie than the first one in a lot of ways. Yeah, I. I think I like the first one better, but um, this one is definitely like it's right there. I think for me, yeah, it's 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 really it's it's a good movie. Yeah, it's it's not as highbrow with Gamera's themes of Cold War and no, and, no. but it, it it's just a fun adventure, is what it is. And yeah, it is very fun, and I I did not expect to uh have an indiana jones movie sandwiched into my camera movie <laughs> and i was i was kind of delighted by that whole yeah no i i really enjoyed that quite a bit um, um would i have trade traded some human stuff for more gamma fighting or, or just gamma in general yes but <laughs> i i know i really like that yeah a I lot was, as well i was having a blast with that part yeah it's it a good good interesting story good uh basis for the barogun character yeah. and his origin and everything um yeah it's a good job so yeah all right that's that's the show three minutes <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> that'd be funny if we did that though um <laughs> what i wanted to uh, did you happen to watch any of the commentary at all uh no i didn't i watched a little bit of it and you were saying on the first movie that the director was like um, everybody passed 
Gamera over, and this guy was like, well, I'll do it. And mm. he was more of like a lower on the totem pole guy. Yeah. So they let him That's do it. According to his story, anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, according to the guys on the commentary, um, from the little piece that I randomly happened to hear, um, the first movie was a huge success. And so they immediately, the studio immediately wanted to make a sequel. And they wanted to make a big budget sequel because the original was more low low budget. Mm. And so they, they made uh, Gamera versus Barugan, gave it like way more money. And then they said, and we don't trust you, even <laughs> though you made the first movie that was very <laughs> successful, we don't trust you to make the sequel. So uh, we're going to so. put this veteran director to so, helm the second okay. movie. Okay, so that's why it changed. That's why it changed. And then they said, well, you're good enough to direct the special effects sequences. So the same guy directed right. like the the fights and stuff like that, apparently. Okay. Um, but that's why it changed. And then apparently he, you know, won some cred because then he made the rest of the, the original series after that. He, All right. You know, so vindication I, yeah i guess you had to like wait you haven't paid your dues enough to make a good movie get, right. get, get back into this. yeah and and i wonder because the this movie in terms of narrative and like the all that human stuff is of a better quality i think yeah like yeah, it's I told so. better yeah. or whatever and so i wonder it probably was a good move on their part so that maybe he could learn a little bit more. I mean, I haven't seen part yeah, maybe, three, so yeah. maybe part three yeah, maybe, is just like shitty, but who knows? <laughs> maybe he got worse. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that makes some sense. That was a little fun story that I happened yeah. into. Um, well, he, he did do good with those special effects. I yeah. Guess. No, that was it, th- those like scenes we're, were dope. Yeah. You're saying that, um, Last time, the original Gamera feels a little older than it is. This one, I f- think, felt a little newer than it is. Yeah, it it definitely felt like a big leap from that first movie. Right. For sure. It definitely felt like a 60s movie, even though it was just like one year after <laughs> the first yeah, movie. I, I think they're both 65. Oh, really? Dates, anyway. So oh, okay. It's, uh, so, so I was like, wow, okay. They, they just cranked really, out, yeah. yeah, they were like, oh, we're butting this one out. And wow, bam. wow. So... Yeah, they were on top of it, but yeah, a lot of those special effects were just fantastic. Looking. Yeah, like good the models stuff. Were... Those models were really good. There's one where the like again, I was talking about the little jeep running through the snow in the first one. There's right. like the <clears throat> that missile base that that Barugan blows up, right? And then there's later there's a shot of that same set, and a little jeep is driving on it, and it drives and does a little circle <laughs> and parks perfectly. And it's holy shit! I mean, I guess it's a remote control or something, but it looked dope. Yeah, it just blew me away. I rewound yeah. it a couple I mean, times. I, <laughs> <laughs> what what I was fascinated by was was Barugon's egg when he's hatching. Yeah, and that was that just totally reminded me of Alien. I'm like, oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. Fifteen years later, doing like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this looks that qual like that level of quality. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I love that. Like, holy crap, that was awesome looking. Yeah, I love a good uh, egg hatching. <laughs> <laughs> I always think about the the scene in Jurassic Park when they they visit like the the nursery or whatever oh, yeah <laughs> and uh, uh what's that guy's name Richard Attenborough the fucking 
Uh, damn it. Yeah. The character. <laughs> no. <laughs> Story of my life. I love this guy, too. Um, I'll remember, like, 40 minutes from now. Right. Anyway, he's, like, looking at the little velociraptor <laughs> breaking out, and he's like, push, push, little one. <laughs> I always thought that was so funny. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, All I can think of is Alan Grant. But this other guy. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen that movie since it came out. Fuck, so. really? Yeah, I've only seen it once in Holy theaters. Shit. So, are you? Si- wow. Uh, Not a fan of Jurassic Park? I, no, I liked it just fine. I just never watched it again. Oh, I don't man. know why. Wow. wow. Just, I've seen that like a million times. Yeah. And it, it's kind of weird. And it's be- like, I remember that scene vaguely that you're talking about. And the fact that I remember that from like, what, 20 odd years ago? At and, least. That was and, like 94 or something like that. Yeah. And there, there was some weird thing somebody was mentioning like some of the soundtrack and I, I could remember the soundtrack is like so that movie really does stick with you it's definitely yeah it's it's top-notch stuff it's yeah good. yeah so i've been amazed Man. at how well that's that yeah. has stayed in my head for only one viewing that's back crazy in the theater, yeah so wow you, yeah you gotta get a hold of jurassic park yeah i gotta good movie. rewatch that yeah. sometime cause... at least see that egg catching scene <laughs> <laughs> that's the highlight of the film right there yeah it's a pretty good one and it's a like it's a little animatronic like raptor inside it looks really cool i don't know yeah it's always captured a... my attention what the fuck is that guy's name <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm not gonna remember it's gonna bother me yeah you're not it gonna does, remember you it only... does remember remind me of um the uh, commentary on the the prequels here as this was from what i heard jurassic park was the movie that kind of inspired george lucas to make the prequels where he was oh like, really oh, special effects are at the point where i can do what i want oh okay and then he and that's why he decided to make the prequels then is because wow. he saw jurassic park and said we can do this now i can really oh, make wow, my okay. vision come true to life wow. and so and huh. that kind of strikes me as as it's one that had a lot of uh, practical effects. It does mixed in yeah. with the CG, so it was really using yeah all the effects. They to... fucking Stan Winston built the life size T Rex <laughs> to to chew up that Jeep. Yeah, it's a life size animatronic T Rex. That's crazy. Yeah, who the fuck does that? <laughs> Stan Winston, <laughs> I get... rest in peace. And <laughs> guy was awesome. He also did the uh, the Predator suit. Oh. For Predator, and he designed Predator. Because originally they were going to have, uh, like, this weird-looking flea kind of monster. <laughs> <laughs> and Jean-Claude Van Damme was the oh well, the yeah. the guy who was going to play the, the monster. Ah. And uh, he thought he was going to do, like, a martial arts fight with Arnold. And he was all <laughs> excited. And then they were like, no, you're, like, invisible for half the movie. And he was all pissed off about it, and uh, then they fired him. And then uh, uh, you know, you know, as much as I totally love Predator, I, I don't think I would trade it for anything. I do kind of want to go into the alternate dimension <laughs> where that movie was made with John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, no, <laughs> I would, I would love to see that movie as well. Um, I, I knew about it a, a like a long time ago because there was this special effects guy that lived. Um, around the corner from me when I was a kid and he was always working on random things and stuff and I never knew what he was working on because he always did horror movies um, um so. but when 
they were going to make Predator. He was when 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 I saw Predator, he was just like, yeah, I was I was helping to work on that original suit <laughs> that they decided not to make. Oh wow! And so. <laughs> I knew like, oh, they did it. They had another suit before that. And I always wondered like what it looked like because he never showed me. Uh, and then uh, sad. there's there's images now on the Internet of oh, okay. Jean-Claude Van Damme in this weird looking thing. And it is like horrific. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> if that movie came out with that thing, no way is Predator a big deal. No way. <laughs> like, and so they they. The director or somebody was like okay, we got to change our direction. And they called Stan Winston and they're like, how you got to help us, dude. <laughs> like you are our only hope. We need a good villain. <laughs> yeah. And so he got the call, like I think before he got on a plane and then while oh, wow. he was on the plane, he was just like drawing this thing with the weird mouth, you know, right. predator mouth. And when he got off the plane, he had it and he was like, Hey, how about this? And they're like, Okay, make it. <laughs> Predator was born. Wow. It's pretty cool. But also, in, uh, the guy that, that, the special effects guy that lived around the corner, I later found out that he worked on a whole shitload of full moon movies. Oh, geez. <laughs> when I was a kid doing stop motion and stuff like that. So, wow. a small world. If yeah. I had only known. Yeah, you could have uh, had some more insightful yeah. conversations, perhaps. Who knows? Yeah. Anyway. So, Gamera versus Barugan. So the movie starts with Gamera um, picking up from the end of the first movie. Yeah, kind of does a little recap and yeah, and kind of tells you, "Hey, Gamera's back." Yeah, and, and then we kind of forget about Gamera and, and yeah. go into this. It was kind of a weird transition there. Of, uh, but I thought it was funny that that. Gamera comes back to Earth, and you know he's he needs power, so he goes after the the dam, right? <laughs> but I felt like he was gonna fly away, and then Gamera's just like, like as an asshole, he's just like, <laughs> whatever, let me just bash this fucking yeah. dam down. That was <laughs> it's, hilarious. It just yeah. bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if he, if he can even see where he's going like that because. <laughs> That's he's true. Probably, like, yeah, all he, dizzy. His head is inside. That's true. Can't even his head is out. inside. He's just yeah. following his like energy radar or something. And yeah, that's true. He's, like, <laughs> he's just a, the ultimate <laughs> drunk driver there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the, and there's that part later on where like Barugan shoots the little rainbow ray, and Gamera just flies up to it, and he's just like bashing into it, and just, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how much control Gamera has over that. That's true. I didn't think about that. But yeah, his head is definitely. Maybe he has like a little uh, little control panel that he's like looking at, and he has, <laughs> has he like a little tucks in. And he's, yeah, he's got his little hands his, in there. His shell a, is a, a spaceship. It's got <laughs> sorts of controls. Yeah, maybe stuff. maybe the future films will go into the the in maybe, the maybe. inner shell of Gamera. Although I know in. Um, some of the later i'm not sure when this happens but at some point he he learns how to fly without doing that he doesn't spin around he, oh wow he just tucks his legs in and Ooh. he shoots out like a rocket so his arms and his head are still out and he can like do so <laughs> tell me he does the superman just one up <laughs> one arm up thing that would be amazing ah uh, we'll have to wait and see i don't oh, remember fuck, if he does man. that but i know he's 
that's wow. he he eventually learns to fly that way probably because he can't see what he's doing this way you know yeah he's crashing into dams i, I think you're <laughs> onto something there because yeah he's just smashing around it didn't look like it was very purposeful it just looked like he was like ah <laughs> screw this but it also had a, a feeling of like he just didn't know where he was going just kind of bonking into stuff yeah i think you're onto something and speaking of later Gamera movies, another bit from the commentary, <laughs> they were talking about the gore in this movie, mm. and they said that, um, I don't remember why they said they decided to go with gore, but the guy is like, a the, one of the guys that was on the commentary is like a fucking Gamera, like wrote all these books about him, oh, he's, he's like <laughs> super Gamera dude. And that's like his technical term, super, super gamera, gamera dude. He's got that on his name badge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, he said that, uh, kind of echoing what you had mentioned before, he said that each successive sequel gets more and more bloody. <laughs> <laughs> and Gamera just gets more and more, like, fucked up. <laughs> so that made me very excited <laughs> to see. Because the gore in this movie, um, probably, I mean, not not... A lot, I guess. Yeah, not, but there was a little blood. What there was was fucking fantastic. Yeah, uh, and not and not even just with Gamera. There's that guy who gets the scorpion sting, and that's just like, oh man, like his whole yeah. leg is fucked up. It's just like, yeah, like oh, that was. <laughs> <laughs> but specifically, the first fight, uh, Barogon like, like knocks Gamera down. Gamera's like on the floor or whatever and he just sits there waiting for Baragon to come up <laughs> Baragon like walks up like oh is he dead what's going on with Gamera and then they show that shot of Gamera just like pulling his fist, <laughs> yeah. his fist back and then he just sucker punches him in the face <laughs> And his whole face rips open and all this, sh like, purple shit comes out. Fuck it. I was just, I lost it. <laughs> that was the dopest shit ever. Fucking Gamera sucker punching him. Yeah. Uh. And then he just, bam, hits him again. <laughs> that uh, was fantastic. I, I, I gotta say, the music in that fight scene was just great for it. It just, it, that really just, I don't know. I really like the soundtrack in that part where it. Just had this feeling of epic, like, yeah, epic uh, disaster going on. Oh just... man, I'll have to listen, watch that again. I don't remember the music. I was so yeah, I was... focused on that sucker punch. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, yeah, I thought the music really captured this mood for me. It really got in there like it was this tragic moment yeah. of of Gamera going down and just <laughs> like, and he's fighting with the last of it, just. That was sad. I mean, at the end of that fight where he gets completely frozen. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> like, and as soon as they said that Barogun had a freeze tongue, I was like, okay, that makes sense. That they, they had the freeze thing being a, right. a component of the first movie, but they just couldn't freeze him enough. But now they've got a, a creature that's like as big and has a freeze power so like okay this he's gonna go toe-to-toe -to -toe with gamera with this freeze power right and they they kind of do but it's kinda, yeah 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 kind of takes gamera out pretty quick actually right so i i look forward to future movies where maybe they don't have a freeze power and so like gamera has to 
you right. know, like like figure it out or so, I don't know. I don't know how much yeah, figuring Gamera is doing. But. <laughs> I think there is a lot. I mean, I have heard that this is kind of the pattern with Gamera is that he fights the other monster and loses and comes back later having figured out yeah. what to do to, all right, to fight all right. him. So there's there's uh, that was like one of the differences I've heard between Gamera and Godzilla. And like okay. Godzilla will just trample the shit out of anything and he don't care. Okay. But, in, but Gamera kind of has, has to learn from his mistakes it and, out. and kind of <laughs> find weak points and stuff. Man, he's like the Rocky of Kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> But That's dope. I and, like and, it. And it's a great way to get two fights out of uh yes, you don't yes. have just the one. Have a couple you... fights. So now That's... speaking of Rocky, I would love to have a fucking gamera training montage. <laughs> <laughs> like jumping rope, <laughs> hitting the speed bag. <laughs> well there, there is the one scene that I've of him uh on being a gymnastics thing with oh, the, yeah, you did say that. Yeah, so I I'm not really training, but Maybe Still, yeah. some kind of sports. Yeah, he kind of he just gets on the little <laughs> horizontal bar and just like twirls <laughs> around it a bunch of times and leaps off of it. Wow. It's, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> it, <laughs> that sounds fun. It's an amazing scene. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> so clearly, Gamera versus Baragon, very fun movie. Right. Um, yeah. It I, really goes for the uh, the jugular of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I, I, w- I was blown away that they just they had a death ray lying around. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's just they're trying to figure out what to do. It's like, oh, what do we do to Baragon? It's like, oh, I have a death ray lying around. Like, wait, like who are you? Where did you get? <laughs> just happen to have a death ray, you know. It's still experimental, thing. but yeah. well, you know, I'm gonna try it out next week or something. Some delay, <laughs> you know, just have around. We we'll got the death ray in the back, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna try that one out. See yeah, if it works. never know when you're gonna need it. When, yeah. a, when a giant <laughs> lizard thing <laughs> from the uh, from New Guinea <laughs> is gonna come around. Yeah. yeah. That being said, you know when, when you have had Gamera tromping through your country, you maybe start preparing for things like that. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. This actually kind of strikes me as kind of the premise of Watchmen. Um, okay. At the ending there of uh, just setting up. The whole little plan of the giant squid being, yeah, uh, like to get America and Russia to to come together and and fight giant squids instead of each other. So, yes, uh, very very Gamera there. Actually. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. It just reminds me of the the movie. Did you see the movie of Watchmen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hated how they changed that because <laughs> it's spo- like the whole thing was they're supposed to come together over the alien invade the thing you know the invaders from outside not the right the Manhattan guy yeah and I mean it, you know it works whatever but I wanted to see the the that you know that you know that image would, on screen that would have been great to see the giants I wanted in, to see that in the movie yeah I wanted to see that but oh well. Oh, well. well, I don't like that guy anyway, Zack Snyder. But <laughs> so it's yeah, another I mean, reason not to like him. Yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed the movie of it though. Yeah, you know, it, I mean, of his movies, that's probably the best one. Yeah, of the ones I've seen, I think I've seen most of them at this point. Hmm. Unfortunately, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of the few of his I've seen. So. Did you see 300? No, no, I didn't. He made that. He made the remake of Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. um, which was written by James Gunn. 
Oh. So he went and ruined it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he did I, one of the like Batman and or Superman movies or something recently, right? Yeah, Zack Snyder did. Did he do Man of Steel? He did, did Batman he versus, versus Superman. Yeah, okay. He uh, was making Justice League up until just a couple of weeks ago, where mm. uh, I guess his kid like committed suicide. Oh, jeez! And he was trying to like. Um, like he took a month off or something and then he tried to go back to work but he just couldn't get his head in the game anymore so right. he had to leave the project and I don't know they got somebody else to come in but he he was still like a driving creative force of that movie um, he made Sucker Punch which I did not see hmm. and I don't know I can't think of anything else yeah, off the top well, of my head then yeah I think Watchmen is the only movie of his I've seen so you haven't seen the, the Superman or Batman no I've, I've heard so much shit about it I was yeah. just like eh I don't care <laughs> Well, you're better off. <laughs> I mean, in terms of what I feel about those movies, I think you're better off. Yeah, that, that tends to be the the larger opinion of, or at least of people I know that yeah. I talk to about movies, tend yeah. to say those are not good and go ahead and just not watch them. Yeah, I, I would have said maybe last year or something that Batman versus Superman was, was worth seeing in part because of wonder woman because her scenes and her part in the movie towards the end specifically was uh, a definite high point but now that she's got her own movie i would just just, just like, say watch that just watch that i mean i yeah. haven't seen it but i imagine it's much better than that horrific uh, <laughs> desolate piece maybe, of shit that maybe Batman someone versus superman was maybe someone can just cut the wonder woman parts out of that and turn it into like a they, i don't know what 10 yeah. minute short or they something probably to, did yeah to uh, appease the she was, actual movie. She was in more of the movie than just that end, though. Like, she was the, like, a normal self, not Wonder Woman. She, like, there was a part where she's on the computer, hmm. and there was some product placement where she's, like, looking at something <laughs> on the internet, and it was, like, real, really bothered me. But she was, like, talking to Batman <laughs> on the phone, and he's on the internet, and there was some ad and she was on the internet and there's an ad <laughs> like hey did you see this ad some, like, yeah i'm looking at it right here some fucking show bullshit the, show the audience this ad again <laughs> some shit like that i don't remember but uh, real real bad real bad no, mm. thumbs down <laughs> thumbs down wow. but i don't know i mean people some people really like those movies so you know i don't know yeah. um there's better movies like, like Gamera. Gamera versus Baragon. <laughs> yes, that's, that's yes. a much better movie. Much better movie. Um, what else is there to say? I took some notes. I don't know if they're any good. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I wrote this note. The last last podcast, I talked about being sad that oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Gamera was getting shot, and I, yeah, I felt kinda, a I, lot I of sympathy. Kinda, I kind of wanted to ask you that this time, yeah. And I there were scenes where Barugan was, in a similar way, getting shot, mm -hmm. and I didn't feel anything <laughs> for him. <laughs> and the reason that I wrote down was because he just seems like an asshole. <laughs> And it, there's just the, the feeling that I got from this guy. He just, he busts out of the ocean. He was born. He comes out. 
he just starts freezing everything and stomping on things. And like I didn't get there's something about Gamera. He does the similar thing. You know, Gamera comes out right. smashing things. But there's something about Gamera, like he has a soft face or something. <laughs> you know, something about it where I just immediately, maybe because I know he's like the star. Maybe. Maybe, but I, maybe it was just the kid who, who loves it might Gamera. Be, it might be the kid and his turtle. It might just be because he's a turtle. Maybe. And this other thing is like a, some you just kind hate of lizards. I don't hate weird lizards. rhino lizards. Well, yeah, this guy, I don't know. I mean, outside of the movie, I think he's cool. He's got a <laughs> freeze tongue, and he's got those little spines that shoot a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've I, I read some reviews after I watched the movie um, just to see what if people liked it, because I thought it was dope. And I thought, you know, these movies, from what I've heard, they get bad raps. They're on MST3K, so I feel like right. people think they're <clears throat> shitty movies. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at some reviews, and and everybody was shit talking the the rainbow. <laughs> like, oh, it's so stupid! It just shoots a rainbow. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but it's a rainbow that just blows up everything. <laughs> like, it's a pretty badass rainbow. It it is, and and at the same time, I was like, because. I kind of almost felt like the opposite. Like I actually kind of like felt sorry for Baragon. Oh, you <laughs> Cause, did? Because I was like, okay, here's this this guy. He's just he's born. He's like he's not even supposed to be here. He's supposed to be in New Guinea, and he just yeah. he wakes up in freaking Japan, and he's like he's weak to water, and he wakes up on a boat that's sinking. Yeah, and just he like... wakes up in the water. <laughs> Poor guy. That's probably why he was pissed off. And then he's like, he wanders out, like, where the hell is he? He's literally, like, a day old, just stomping around. He doesn't know what the fuck's going That's on. That's true. And then, he, and then people are shooting his ass, and so he tries to fight back, and all that does is summon Gamera. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's in Who's a big... trying to kick his ass? <laughs> yeah, and so now, now Gamera's sucker punching sucker him. Sucker and... punching his face? <laughs> That's true. And, no, you... And, and I kind of feel bad, like, like, as awesome as this Rainbow Ray is, it's totally useless. He uses it twice the first time it just summons gamera so that didn't help him any but it did blow up those missiles it did but would the would that have really stopped him i don't know <laughs> you know but i mean so now he's got gamera to deal with and then and then he uses it again and they reflect it back at him and he just hurts it's like <laughs> poor guy it's like he's got this awesome weapon and it does nothing for him <laughs> it's just it's so sad that he's like, <laughs> he's like you we've, you've got a death ray and it's useless <laughs> it's like it doesn't do shit <laughs> even though it does yeah. just totally blow up right, everything right. just I was like, "Oh, poor Baragon." He's, he, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I I I see what you're saying though. Like, born in water, and the water hurts him, so he's immediately just like, "Ah, no!" And he just lashes out. He's not an asshole. He's just misunderstood he's, he's misunderstood <laughs> and i misunderstood him i feel bad now poor, <laughs> poor baragon <laughs> uh, wow yeah i mean yeah i like the, i like thinking of him as an asshole though when i'm watching the movie though. <laughs> it makes me like because if i was sympathetic to both of them it would be a very sad, <laughs> very sad. Yeah, this is like, oh my god, they're just killing each other. <laughs> I can't watch. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's it's pretty vicious there at the end. Yeah, they do get vicious, and uh, so. 
And then, yeah, yeah, Baragon had a pretty shitty life. He just kind of, he, he wakes up in water, and then there's people shooting at him and dropping water on him from helicopters yeah. all, all through the damn movie. That's true. They, just, like, try, they isolate like, he him. He never by had people. a moment of peace, except for that, like, one time, maybe, when it's, uh, like, before they figured out to drop water on him. Yeah, he just wants to get on a rock and sun himself. <laughs> They just keep dropping water on him to mo- immobilize him. You know, I mean. Oh, well. I don't know. I did have more to my theory of him being an asshole, though. Oh, well. I, Maybe he is uh, misunderstood, but also an asshole. Like, because <laughs> he could be, yeah. Because the design of his face looked like pleasing he had almost like a smiling kind of a face look oh to yeah him. yeah he's, he's kind of like yeah yeah i, I see that he kind of seemed like just like a dog just playing yeah, around kind, in the kind yard of like that kind of like, oh, no, no. He's and so around like a dog with its, his tongue lolling out like a, not like a dog because it was a freeze tongue but right but still like he, <laughs> he kind of has that happy look that a he's dog got gets that happy panting, look yeah. and it lures you in he lures you close and when you get close he freezes your ass. <laughs> so it's kind of like the part of this mechanism to, you know, like be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. But Gamera is the opposite because Gamera has these big tusks. He's not the most like pleasing looking thing. Right. Like to me, I just, it, I, I feel sympathy for him. But like, if you just look at him, he's got this spiky shell. He doesn't want, you know, he he has this look of like stay away, but on the inside, he's a soft turtle. <laughs> you just got to get through that shell, you, you and gotta, so I I saw them as these opposite sort of yeah. introvert extrovert sort of things. <laughs> there you go. And, and like, so it you, just you just got to give Gamera children. He he loves children. You know, yeah. He rescues he, children. He, he likes the kids, and I hear that the kids come back in the other movies yes yes this is like i'm I'm saying that not just in that he rescues toshio it's like this is a theme that grows over the series i think yeah gamera is the hero of children around the world i've heard that like gamera friend to children or something yeah yeah that's kind of it and i guess at this point it hadn't quite been developed yet in gamera versus baragon yeah it does become much more of a thing in the later movies i like that uh, um, the child at heart <laughs> in me enjoys that. You know, I need a friend. <laughs> oh, little Gamera! I don't know. I just, I just love Gamera so much. <laughs> the other thing I liked when. In the first fight, when they're staring each other down. Oh yeah, and they just have the roaring. It's yeah, like, I I love it when they you get that in the little monster movies because it's just like they're talking to each other, but yeah. you don't know what they're saying. They're just like, shit talking <laughs> and monster. Yeah. And there's a point where Gamera looks like he's doing push-ups, <laughs> and I was like, oh man, Gamera's getting pumped up. <laughs> That's right before the sucker punch too. All right, right. I was like, I gotta. He's... Uh. Yeah, they were. They had a fun face-off. Good showdown. It was fun, and they do it. They do it again in the in the second fight where they kind of look at each other. Right. Like, oh man, it's, it's here we go. It's not quite as long, but no. They, but they, they got they, their introductions out. They, yeah. They, they, you know, they. You know, now I'm kind of just picturing them being like 
ultra polite, like a samurai about to face off in a duel or something. Hey, yeah, no, I, I like that, yeah. But it's just monster roaring, so it sounds yeah. really scary and frightening. And, yeah, But yeah. it's actually, like, maybe very formal. And <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Very formal and polite. Yeah. And, the, and, the formal monster uh, <laughs> invitation to the fight. <laughs> How are you, good sir, Barugan? <laughs> Very well, Gamera. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I like that. I'll yeah. have to think about that next time I watch this. Yeah, maybe uh, come up with our own subtitle track for it to <laughs> insert in. Of the yes, that's that's kind of. Uh, you saw this the the MST three K version at some point, right? At some point, there's not much memory of that in my head on okay. this one. I yeah, I wondered how much you remembered. I remember the main woman, Karen. Like okay. I just just her visually i just i have that image of her in my head somewhere that came yeah. out when i saw it. it was like oh i kind of remember this woman being in one of these movies and but you don't remember like no, barogon no, or anything none, none of the nothing the else free like stuff she, or nothing? she is the only thing i remembered from wow. it. i don't know why wow um yeah who knows it okay just, that's, yeah i was that's curious the only image that is remaining in my head huh. so i was wondering if you had remembered like if what they had cut out or anything but that's too too uh too detailed yeah, d yeah i definitely wouldn't remember any of that i mean i don't remember any of the indiana jones mess going on at all the whole little island adventure yeah. and they might have cut a lot of that yeah down. i'm wondering how much of that got uh stripped out because the there's a US fair version. amount of that yeah and beginning. this is this is a much longer movie than the original yeah so yeah they've a lot of could have been cut out for the English dub release anyway. And, That's true. And then yeah. MST3K has to chop down God knows how much of that. So. Yeah. I liked how the title, the full Japanese title oh, yeah, was, was Duel of the Monsters, yeah, Gamera was, versus Barugan. Yeah, the, the subtitle came up and gave yeah. me a little fun surprise. That's of, good stuff. Oh, this is an even better title than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what the, the U.S. title, but it's something... They don't mention Gamera at all. It's something like no. Clash of the Monsters or some weird Somewhere thing like that. that yeah. yeah. Um. To to you know to reference the fighting, the clashing. Right. <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> so I know I looked back at the uh, the timeline of Godzilla films to just kind of compare. Yeah. When this was coming out in terms of what Godzilla was doing and. So it seems like Godzilla came out in, what was it, 54? Yeah, that's and the first so, one. And I guess his first sequel was like a couple of years later. And that yeah, one, I think it took a while, yeah. That one, uh, I, when I looked at its little plot summary on Wikipedia, it was... Uh, so I guess it was kind of a versus movie. There is another monster. Oh, there fights. is. Okay. It's not in the title. It was like Godzilla raids again or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's the second one, but I don't, yeah. But there is apparently another monster okay. that he fights. So apparently the versus has been there right from okay. the second Godzilla movie. But then it's weird because you don't get another Godzilla movie until Godzilla versus King Kong. So there's like almost a decade gap. And that's like the 60s, yeah. Yeah, so there's almost a decade gap between those. Huh. So it's kind of weird, but then it's like full on verses for like every movie afterwards. It's Fuck yeah, yeah. <clears throat> there's a shit ton of those, yeah. So it's kind of, so I'm kind of thinking maybe the whole versus thing hadn't been uh, solidified yet as to making the fights as big and dramatic as they yeah. would get later on. 
Probably, I was yeah. Because kind of thinking like Godzilla has been out for 10 years, you'd think that's 10 years of this genre developing. And it seems like they just skipped a big Action, chunk yeah. and, and then kind of came back to it. I wonder what else... Um like, because I know there's definitely other like monsters. There's other movies. kaiju movies. Yeah. Like that was another thing that I saw in the on the DVD. There's uh, there was a little um, like original program or something. Yeah, I did look at that. And and then from the commentary too, they backed it up. They said that that the support movie to Gamera, like the the B picture or whatever, mm-hmm. was the first Daimajin. Mm, movie okay. so those came yeah, out at the same time because I, I was seeing looking through that that family yeah, like oh end, that looks like the diamagen yeah thing. yeah yeah okay so they those were produced at the same time by the same die mm. i think is the, the yeah, camera yeah, yeah, studio. Yeah, the, the um, studio so those were coming out at the same time and i don't know like i'm pretty sure the first mothra is like 1960 or something like that mm. i'm pretty sure that came out somewhere before like before he was ever like a part of Godzilla. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I mean it was all Toho, but like I know he, he had his own movie later, and yeah. then okay. they have he has like a bunch of movies on his own, I know that. Mm. Rebirth of Mothra has a whole like trilogy. Mm. <laughs> anyway, there's a whole shitload, but yeah. Yeah, I know. There's like Ghidorah is another one that I kinda thought Ghidorah was not originally a part of I Godzilla. I think he does have his own movie, yeah. It. I'm not sure. I think so. But yeah, this is all you know, vague silver emulsion facts. So right, we right. don't know. We'll but have to, <laughs> have to track down all the random releases yeah, no, of I'm definitely... a million and a half Godzilla movies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, th- but <clears throat> I'm I'm pretty sure that like what you're saying is the the versus format is there, but just not refined, really yeah, yeah refined right. and and tuned to the well oiled machine it would become. Right, right. And and I kind of am in a way that made me kind of sad because I I felt like Gamera versus Baragon could have been more. You thought it would go more hardcore into fighting, right. yeah. And but at the same time it's making me excited because I know it's going to get more as, yeah, as yeah. the series goes. It yeah, I like become the, more exciting. The ramp up is good. So that kind of makes me happy to look forward to the next film. Yeah, yeah. To you see gotta, how much it grows each time. Yeah, you gotta keep moving you can't just go all the way to 11 on the right. <laughs> second movie and then be like all right well that's it we don't have anywhere to go <laughs> and they want to crank out more so yeah so i'm looking forward to amping up the excitement yeah i think pretty much every sequel except for the last of the of the original series of Gamera is a versus like titled versus yeah, movie. Yeah, I think the last one I think is actually at least partially composed of stock footage from the previous films. Oh, okay. Because there was that documentary in on the first movie that yeah I watched a little bit of, and they had kind of mentioned that movie as being um, like. I don't know, like a best of or something. Oh, like okay. It, it, it has him, it like reintroduces the old monsters from the other movies oh. by taking footage from oh, the prior okay. films to bring them back as uh, monsters so they were Because that one's way later. That that one's 1980. Mm, and okay. so it, yeah, that is way later. It might have been a thing where, yeah, they were trying to resurrect the Gamera thing by like, hey, remember all this cool stuff that you liked when you were a kid in the late 60s? Like. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And then that's what they were doing. I don't, it didn't go anywhere, but. (laughs) Right, right. I have a feeling that was a very shoddy, low budget production. Um, Just based on that um, Star Destroyer. (laughs) See, but (laughs) you say shoddy, but you say Star Destroyer thing, and he's flying around (laughs) space, and I don't, I just really don't see where it can go wrong, (laughs) frankly. (laughs) Especially if it's just, I mean, I get the idea of not liking a stock footage movie. And that it's just, there's no, not a lot of original content, but the idea of revisiting a bunch of dope Gamera fights and then adding in a Star Destroyer model with Gamera (laughs) flying around, it sounds like a pretty win-win situation to me. Yeah, it it sounds like a B-movie is what, and you love B-movies. Well, it definitely does, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it sounds like, but like in a, terms of being like a, a high profile continuation or re, resurgence yeah, no. of the Gamera franchise. It definitely, yeah. If you're <laughs> I trying don't to see it succeeding at that, to reinvigorate your fan base, maybe not the best move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, poor Gamera. But they did. They the, did the, uh, the in the nineties come back and make some more. Nineties trilogy, and there's some two thousands one. There's a two thousand one, and they're making, they're making one, one? They currently one. right now. Um, as from what I understand. Uh, cool. So yeah, we'll see where the, the yeah. franchise goes. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it might be. I don't know how many kaiju movies they still make, like every year nowadays. I know that there's a, a few that come out because I run into. There was this movie called Death Kappa <laughs> that came out a few years ago that had this weird like walking frog yeah, thing. Yeah, Kappa, yeah. And so I, I uh, was they're really a, interested in that. They're, they're a Japanese folklore monster. Oh, okay, cool, cool. They're, so they're kind of yeah, they're they're kind of weird. Thing. They're depicted in a bunch of different ways, but I, I okay. think the one uh, primary trait of them is that they're the top of their head is very bowl shaped. And they have to keep water in it, otherwise oh, they oh, like wow. like get. I don't know. I, I don't huh. know if it keeps them alive or if it just keeps them from being stupid or something. Oh but wow! They're they're generally portrayed as not that intelligent. But, okay, okay. And they've well, got to keep this water in their head, otherwise they they die or pass <laughs> out or I don't know what. That's anymore. a weird idea. I'm, yeah, I wonder what the the folktale behind that is or something. Yeah, I've got to got to check that out a little more thoroughly. I know at some point in older japanese history there yeah. was a, a hairdo called the the kappa where oh, they, okay. they shaved the top of their head but left a ring oh, okay. around the rest of their head and it was huh some kind of reference to that uh kappa carrying yeah, water around yeah. in its head that's cool that's so cool. weird japanese folklore that yeah i like that l- like all fol- yeah. folklore is really bizarre bizarre and highly fascinating yeah <laughs> i always like that stuff there's a lot of weird things like that in chinese culture that that i run into with uh hong kong movies and it's yeah, always sure. fun to explore and like get down the rabbit hole like what the hell is this and, you know <laughs> right. what is that and you know um so i anyway what i was just saying like i don't know how much they produce regularly but um like we were talking earlier about the the Godzilla movies, they're yeah, yeah, they're, they're resurrecting Godzilla like, movies. Their um, their series of those, they're trying to get that going, and I apparently think, Gamera's coming back. Yeah, I so, think uh, there was an Ultraman movie like in 2014 or something. Yeah, like that. they're so, still I mean, they're, making they make those. Still, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's still going around. Yeah, that's cool. I just yeah, I, it's a, it, it the completionist in me <laughs> <laughs> makes me like uh, like. 
excited like oh wow i just i'll never run out of these things like i want to see them all <laughs> you know i don't know if they're Always good something but, to, to look yeah. forward to yeah and because there's so much of it i have this tendency with with things that i really like to like uh wait to watch it like oh no i, I don't want to use them all up i don't want to <laughs> watch them all right. like i've never seen all of kurosawa's movies because you don't want them when end, i was a yeah. teenager and i was like watching them all i got to this point like I realized one day there's never going to be a Kurosawa movie in, to watch because he just died. <laughs> and I got real like, and I didn't watch a movie for a few years. Um, so, and I try to actively fight that. But anyway, with the kaiju stuff, there's so much. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think out. there's any. <laughs> you might run out of Gamera movies, but well, there's always yeah. going to be something else. There's always to... something else. Always something else within that genre. And and yeah. especially if you go into the <clears throat> the what are they called the Ultraman stuff is not technically kaiju it's uh, to- yeah they're more human sized yeah but they're it's a it's a superhero and it's called like Toka Satsu Satsu yeah yeah and like that's special effects superhero yeah I thing. think that's if you were to translate that I think it just means special effects driven story yeah. like it so it's it kind of has a whole bunch of like sub genres yeah. Kind of well, see, that's, into it. Like that's superheroes. There's I'm, just another yeah. branch of that. And I'm super interested in all of that. Yeah, like technically, Super Inframan, the the yeah that the Shaw Brothers fall, movie is, as a, is in that genre. If, yeah. yeah, if it were a Japanese movie, it would definitely right. be Tokusatsu. That's where it, where it comes um, from. Like kaiju films of all kinds are, and all the superheroes. Yeah, like is. kaiju is a subgenre <clears throat> of that. Right, at least as long as it's live action, I guess. Yeah. Do they make anime kaiju? You you not, said that you looked into that. Not much. I kind of looked into trying finding some, and it sometimes kind of crosses paths. But I mean, really, the only two high-profile ones would be Attack on Titan and Evangelion. And those are kind of the only two that really uh-huh. are big kaiju series. Yeah, and really... I don't even know that I would say Attack on Titan. Like, it is. There's big, giant things, <clears throat> and they are, like, attacking, but... There's like such a different feel to that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, I think there is to Evangelion as well. Yeah. It's a, a kind of a different sort of situation. And most anime kaiju things that I've seen that I can think of are very different than what I would think of as a kaiju film. Yeah. Like Neo Rangas, almost domestic. It's kind of weird. They've got okay. like this. And uh, the other one. Heroic Age, I think, was the one I saw not long ago, and it's more of a space opera, but it just it okay, has kaiju it has in it. Kaiju. And, huh. So there's there's weird things that they show up in anime on occasion, but yeah. when they are the main focus, it's usually like blending it with another genre in a weird way. Yeah. So so it's pretty much kept to live action. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, makes sense. I mean, you're gonna smash yeah. some miniatures yeah, you, you and want to do that yourself. Who wants to draw all those buildings just to <laughs> smash them? <laughs> Who wants to animate all those explosions? <laughs> yeah, it kind of it kind of strikes me like horror. Like, I mean, there's there is anime horror, but, but not it's like, a lot, not yeah. as much as you would like. Think. Sci-fi, there's a ton. Yeah, yeah, and know. it's just like you would think that animation would be the perfect medium to express horror in yeah you could do so much with it that you would be could, difficult like gore or impossible and all kinds right? of weird shit yeah stuff that would just be very difficult to achieve in a live action thing yeah that you could just draw uh, monsters that don't have to have a human in the suit to so the monster yeah, can be completely yeah. inhuman and bear no resemblance to that and be completely different right just so many things like that that you would think would make it 
a perfect fit and then just people don't do it then it's like i would think you could and it would work yeah. out really well but it doesn't happen nearly as often as you would think and horror movies they make them in japan they're kind of yeah. a big thing or they yeah. were at some they point kinda, they've got a lot of horror so going on yeah there. i don't know Oh, I was going to say, is there, like, Godzilla animations? or? Um, I know there is some. There's one I remember watching as a kid, which yeah. I don't think was a Japanese oh, okay. animation, but it was, there was a little Godzilla cartoon when I was a kid. It was, okay. I kind of want to think of it as, like, a Johnny Quest kind of a show, but, <laughs> like, the scientist was, like, had some weird, like, sonar thing that could summon godzilla out of the water and he'd be sailing around the world and shit would happen and oh we need godzilla and he'd call out godzilla and godzilla would <laughs> help him out and i don't know wow. why but <laughs> friend of the scientist godzilla yeah and they had little baby godzilla Ooh. named godzuki that would <laughs> kind of try and breathe fire and just kind of puff out smoke and be generally worthless and useless kind of like scooby-doo and <laughs> Does he but, look like the son of Godzilla from the movies? The little I, weird looking no, guy? No, he actually kind of looks more like, if anything, Puff the Magic Dragon or something oh, in a weird. little miniature form. He tries to, he has like little wings? wings flaps under his arms and he like flaps his arms trying oh, to wow. fly and he doesn't really do a good job. But Weird. Yeah, it's a, huh. it was a weird cartoon. I, I remember it being shitty as a kid. I yeah. remember that being the cartoon that I like. <laughs> I would watch if it was the only thing on, but there were like right. other things with higher priority. That's I, funny. <laughs> yeah, like even as a kid, you can see it's shitty. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, oh, well, uh, I guess I'll watch this. It's kind of <laughs> shitty though. <laughs> so yeah, so I don't know where that show came from or what was going yeah. on with it, but it had visually it looked a lot more like johnny quest in terms okay. of like animation style and stuff huh. so i don't think it was a, a japanese production at all yeah. but it reminds me of this i had this he-man videotape because i liked he-man on the on the on the tv masters of the universe mm -hmm. it's a fun show and then so then somebody got me a videotape and the videotape was um like a motion comic <laughs> it was like oh, wow. a motion book so it was just um somebody was reading a story and they had like actors saying the lines and stuff but it would just be the static images and then the camera would kind of pan across them or fast wow. for an action and then it would just change and it was just totally static and i remember being like this is so shit like why what happened <laughs> why is this not regular he-man this is shit but i would still watch it on occasion because it's like uh, i don't know you need some he-man yeah i guess i watch this shitty he-man <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like one of those uh like book and record sets oh you yeah know? yeah or the book and <clears throat> tape whatever i Right. You probably had the record things too when I when I was a kid. They were records. I don't know that I ever had any. Oh, you never. Oh, but they had them at the library yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, too. we definitely had them at the library when I was working there. We yeah, definitely had all all those pouches to yeah keep track of. So it, it was like that, but just without the uh, <laughs> like the sound to turn the pages and not actually turning the pages. Right. So it was all videoed. Just, you were watching the pages turn on their own. Yeah, yeah, it was it was weird. Anyway, <laughs> it feels like like there should be a Gamera uh, cartoon being friend of the children and and with the kids there, focus. You there know, might be. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm interested. Mm -hmm. uh, not that I, I can care. I'm, I, I'd rather yeah, watch I mean, the live action stuff. But right, right. But I'm just curious to see if there would be that. Yeah, it seems that like does. something a natural fit. 
Now, it does remind me of something. I think you told me this a long time ago, that there was some Nausicaa live-action thing planned or Nausicaa talked about. live-action? I don't know. There was something... Like, there was some weird thing. Someone was trying to make a, a live-action thing with the giant god warriors in Nausicaa or something. No, yeah, Ghibli produced a short movie, and I don't know if I sent it to you. They didn't... They they produced like either a short movie or a, a like a two minute reel for a short movie or something, and yeah, it was like a live action thing, um, and I think it had the some of the I don't know if it was Nausicaa or if it was the Castle in the Sky creatures those mm, like robot them, things yeah. something like that I yeah just, but it was, like a, it was like a it was like a big like that, yeah. kaiju looking thing right yeah I'll have to look that up that was cool yeah. Well, that kind of made me think, is, is Nausicaa kind of a kaiju? I mean, it has a little bit of the god warriors that could be seen as kaiju. Those, like, the, slug things or whatever? Um, I don't remember that very well. No, the, the god warriors, they called them in the Japanese version. And then, of course, Disney had to make them giant warriors not to offend people. Oh, but, well, yeah, okay. Mm, um, but they're they're the ones that destroyed the planet back centuries ago. Yes, and yes, at the oh, end no, of the I remember movie, that. Yeah, Kushana yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of resurrects one, and it's kind of yeah. like falling apart. Yes, I, I remember that. I remember it more from uh, the comic because we had the comic at the library, and I read through that. Right, it plays a much bigger role in that. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. a lot more that fleshed cool. out as a character. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I should watch that movie again. I haven't seen that since I first got into Miyazaki stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty solid movie. It's yeah, well, I remember liking it quite a bit. Yeah. And I remember flipping between the English and the and the Japanese and one of the English guys was Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean I And I remember being like, Wow, they got Patrick Stewart. Yeah, it was a really interesting one just because like I had seen it already by the time Disney put out the proper version yeah. of it. Because I'd and so I'd seen it in Japanese on uh, some somewhere or another and on VHS somehow. Uh-huh. And so and then when I heard Disney was getting a hold of him. I'm like, oh, cool! We're gonna get a proper release of it. And then they're like, and we're getting Patrick Stewart to play Master <laughs> Yupa. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, love that Patrick Stewart voice, though. Yeah, it was just kind of like, but being familiar with that character, with character already right, and knowing yeah. what he was like and what his voice was in Japanese, it was just like yeah. Patrick Stewart. Like, where the hell did you pull that out of? <laughs> and just. Like, and then I watched it just to see, and it was yeah. like, holy shit, he's awesome. Oh, <laughs> like, cool. cool. Like, so it was like totally different take on it, but yeah. still a really good one. I really liked that uh, performance from him. Got to trust Patrick Stewart. You know? Yeah, he's he does good stuff. Engage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shitty Patrick Stewart, but I just like saying it. <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. So, Fucking next generation is so yeah, dope. So, yeah, it was a... Uh, so it was that was a good good version. Well, that's the, cool, yeah. So I could actually enjoy the dub of Nausicaa, at least to some extent. Yeah. And that's that wasn't... They didn't do that for the theatrical release. They just did that for DVD. I assume so. Because I, I remember they even got a theatrical yeah, release in America. Yeah, because I know like Mononoke and Spirited Away got... Yeah, those were actually released yeah. uh, to theaters yeah. in, in America. Because they, w- they actually 
we got them when they were still like theatrical runs in in Japan even. I oh, think. okay. Because so, wow. they they came out in America like maybe like a year later. If, oh, wow. Like at okay. most, like they we actually got them here roughly the same time they came out. Whereas Nausicaa was like eighty four that, like, or something. Way later, yeah. And we didn't. And we had like a shitty like TV edit movie of it yeah the vhs thing before disney got a hold of it like some company just chopped the shit out of it and it looks like some weird i forget what the title is you probably remember the title warriors of the wind or something something like that that. yeah something to do with warriors and wind and i remember the the cover and it looked like completely wrong yeah it's just so weird like they had they actually had the god warrior on the cover but he was like the same size as nausicaa (laughs) i think they like gave him like a gun or something and then like they had like it looked like somebody on freaking pegasus flying by for no reason i'm like what the freaking hell are you doing (laughs) like like, who drew this the guy who did the mega man artwork (laughs) but the NES box yeah, art. Yeah, where he's all like fat <laughs> old man. Yeah, those <laughs> shitty Mega Man boxes. <laughs> they need to bring back stuff like that for games. Yeah, but They don't have know, the same charm. You know, there was some weird like Capcom game where it was just like a fighting game of Capcom stuff in it. And they put in that fat old Mega Man oh, as a playable no way. character. <laughs> and I almost wanted to buy the game just for that. Just oh, was, man. Like, you got this fat ass like 40 year old guy in a Mega Man costume in a that's, fighting game and I was so, like that's awesome that's fucking awesome <laughs> that's like uh, <laughs> I have to look into that there was a, a Saturn uh, Sega fighting game called Fighters Mega Mix and oh it, yeah I've heard of that <laughs> it had fucking everybody it had a fucking Daytona car <laughs> oh Jesus <laughs> and it stood up like on its uh, like on its grill and it would like throw its <laughs> wheels to kick and punch oh man they had all they had like Virtua Fighter kids because <laughs> oh. they had that version of the game they had those guys they had regular Virtua Fighter they had like all kinds of crazy, like weird fighters. It was so yeah, fun. I, I, I've heard of that series, but I've no, I don't think I've ever played it. So. Uh, I used to have it. I don't know if I still have it, but man, it was it was a killer game. Yeah, I know. I I just know like Virtua Fighter. I thought it was just more like Virtua Fighter and Fighting Vipers. No, it had it had those two. It had it had the Virtua Fighter kids characters. It had. I think there was a Virtua Cop character Ooh. in there. It definitely had the the Daytona car. I'm trying to think of like what else. It wasn't Sonic, I don't think. I don't know what else. I don't know. It was like from that era of of Sega too. So okay. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. But yeah. Anyway, it was oh. super fun. Well, anyone from Fantasy Star? Then I, would I don't just have to. I don't think so. Because there wasn't a Sa- uh, Saturn Fantasy Star. No, there wasn't. They kind of the series kind of ended on the Genesis. They kinda, yeah, they and then they it just up. brought yeah. it back with the PSO stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was a completely different dev team working on it and stuff. Yeah, they just but I can't remember. But it was it had a whole bunch. It had like thirty something characters. It was wow. super fun, super fun. Good old Saturn days. Yeah, Sega's trying to bring it back. The uh, but it's on phones. Ah. So this is what's frustrating. They've been teasing this Sega Forever thing. And I, I know I mentioned it to you. Yeah. And they revealed Sega Forever. It is... Um, they're putting things on the phone from all eras. And they started with four or five Genesis games that came out a couple of days ago. 
-hmm. and they're free with ads and then you can buy the no ad version or whatever hmm. so at some point they're going to go to saturn and dreamcast even and all this other stuff but it's only phones That's currently lame. and i mean everything that they put out is already on steam the the genesis mm -hmm. thing for steam and and i know like there's a few dreamcast games on there as well but i hope they if they start going to into like dope saturn games they gotta bring them to pc man yeah. or consoles even yeah, like i, mean, I don't want to play that shit on my phone right who wants to play uh, anything on the phone that's like that i mean i didn't yeah. even want to play like literally any real game on a phone it just doesn't work right so. right i mean if, if you're gonna play a game on a phone it's something you're doing because you're just standing in line and you just got right, nothing, like right. you it's not it's not the same right. thing i don't want to play fantasy star on a phone or anything right I just wanna... so i was i was kind of disappointed with that when they finally revealed it it was uh. like it's cool that they're free so i could just you know whenever they put out whatever the fuck saturn game i can right. play it a little it bit but yeah i need to put out the saturn game that's that yeah. seems to be the the games they never seem to port to anything or they the don't saturn ever games. yeah it's very frustrating because there's good shit on the same and i've i've found a few that are like that were on uh xbox for download oh okay so there's um guardian heroes is one. Oh, that game is dope that's that game a treasure is awesome. game yeah. yeah i got that game i was like what did they put a saturn game i'm buying it yeah so that game is cool i used to have and, that game yeah, the actual disc yeah uh, i might actually still have yeah, it I I love that game when I got I got it on the Xbox. <laughs> I started playing. It, I'm like, this game is awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I loved it. So. The same uh, treasure, the guys who made. Uh, yeah, they did a bunch of stuff. Gunstar Heroes on the oh, Genesis yeah, yeah, yeah. and Alien Soldier, I think it's called Alien Gun something. Soldier. That sounds familiar. It's another shooter. It's really cool. Good yeah. game. Um, what else did they do? I don't know. They did uh, Radiant Silver Gun. Oh, okay, that's another um, one that actually came out. Ikaruga. Yeah, Radiant Silver Gun's another one that I got on the Xbox, and I think Ikaruga came out too. On yeah, I know so. Ikaruga came out on like I have it on Dreamcast, but but uh, I know they put it out on later systems. That game mm. is dope, and Radiant Silver Gun is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, I think you can actually get Knights on off Xbox yeah, think, Live too. Yeah, I think Knights is on there I too. I think I yeah. tried the demo of that, and I don't know, I wasn't getting into that one. So Knights is Knights is a weird game. Yeah, yeah. it's it's. Um, I, I couldn't get a handle on it. That's kind of like how that game is. <laughs> it's like just a weird, like it's hard to get a handle on that game. Yeah. It's um, it's a strange one. I used to have it on on Saturn, and it came with its own controller that oh, was wow. that was the the basis for what the Dreamcast controller became. Huh. And it's black, and it was roughly the same shape, with the things that you, like the long things that you hold, and like a circle kind of thing in the middle. Right. And it had a like an. Uh, what do you call it? One of those analog sticks, but it wasn't a stick. It was like this ball thing, huh. but it had a, like a indentation on it and it had the little buttons and triggers. And so that's what they basically made into the Dreamcast controller. Interesting. But it only came with the controller because you needed the 3D analog stick to play the <laughs> uh, nights because with, with just a D-pad, it just doesn't work right. Oh, well, that's what I was finding. <laughs> you know, maybe that was my problem because I was like, "This is a Saturn game. I should be using the D pad." Yeah, because see, that's your problem. Maybe if I had used the analog stick, I yeah. would have enjoyed it more. Yeah, you should, you should uh, give it a go again. Yeah, maybe. at some point. Because uh, I mean, that's like the big 
uh, Saturn title. Like the yeah, that least, was kind of was like what the, they were pushing the, when yeah. it was launched. Anyway, it was like yeah. this is the Saturn. It's gonna do this stuff, and right. got Knights is their showcase game on it. Yeah, it was like their new uh, direction. I was like, whoa, yeah, you know, like, Mario's sixty four is on this thing, but we got Knights into Dreams. <laughs> I like and, the visuals yeah. of it, and it's, it's yeah, it's a, definitely a game that I can appreciate for trying to do something interesting, yeah, and different, and that you wouldn't just get anywhere. Uh-huh. You know? If I remember right, that's a Yuji Naka mm. game, um, and I now off the top of my head, I don't remember what the other games that he made are, but yeah, um, I'm not either. I'm he just... made a whole shitload of games that like dope, dope as fuck. Sega games like Yu Suzuki made all the yeah, dope yeah. arcade games and stuff like and you, I've, I've Yuji I've heard Naka his was, name yeah. and it's just I'm blanking on what I've heard it attached to yeah. so I'm kind of I know whatever. his the last game that I know he made was for the phone and it was a whale watching game <laughs> where you watch <laughs> whales and like take pictures and do all this like it's it was a really like out there game it was really cool um, you know very inventive and unique yeah it's, that seems to be the theme with sega is they yeah. just they tried to do all sorts of weird yeah. random things whatever well, they could it <clears throat> it seems like it used to be when they had those cool like guys in charge at the of heart yeah. of their development and like making cool ideas and sega was like yeah let, we'll bankroll that let's go mm-hmm. but I don't know so much now. I mean, I don't really pay attention so much now, but when I do run into their stuff, it's like, oh, they farmed this out in some random idea of some other company, or Mm -hmm. it's another Sonic game. Right. (laughs) And it's just, like, not not the same level of, like, fun imagination that I associate with Sega. Yeah, because, I mean, that's what I always, I think of, imaginative weird things when yeah. i think of sega having grown up with them it's like that's what's so cool about them fucking yeah. just all kinds of cool shit yeah although i'm curious because i've heard the game yakuza zero yeah and is that the samurai yakuza game um no you're kind of uh it's kind of 80s japan oh okay and what it was it was reminding me a lot of just the little bits i was seeing of it of what you've talk to me about with Shenmue yeah they there is specifically in that there's like you can go into an arcade and yeah. play old Sega arcades from the 80s definitely and... there's a lot of inspiration taken from Shenmue to go into Yakuza and that is one of the big reasons why I'm very mad at Sega for never putting those on anything other than the PlayStation <laughs> but just recently they uh, in some some post somebody mentioned uh, interview or something about Sega Forever I was reading because I've been all like what is this thing Mm -hmm. they mentioned that it was a distinct possibility that Yakuza could come to PC um, because somebody was asking like well you just put Bayonetta you just put Vanquish you put these two things that have been on consoles only for so many years what about Yakuza what about this other thing and they're like yeah we're thinking about it it might happen so Sega if you're listening I'm fucking ready to buy. I'm here. I've been waiting since the first Yakuza. Wow. And that's ser- there's there's a, a ton of those games. One of them is a throwback all the way to Samurai era. Wow. One of them, you're telling me, is in the 80s, yeah. which is what Shenmue is in. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, just seeing because that one was specifically, I was just looking at them like there's all these weird mini games, like he's yeah. on, on like a karaoke floor, like a dance floor. Yeah, he's just like yeah. I'm just like this sounds so much like Shenmue. Yeah, I've played the first. I played part of the first one at my friend's house because he's like, look at this. It's like fucking Shenmue, but it's like kind of not, but it's like it's the next step. And they're trying to do a thing like it. And so I was very excited, but yeah. not excited enough to buy a whole console. Right, right. Because I'm just like not buying consoles really anymore. So it's like, bring it to PC. Come on. Yeah. So I'm still waiting, still waiting. Yep, I'm kind of. Stuck with consoles since I like the JRPGs, and they yeah they they're usually stuck on consoles. That they are, or they, they are. take years to get off of it. So yeah, well, if you're already oh. there, I mean, you're already there. So yeah, it's like I'm like so divest. After Dreamcast died, I was just like, that's it. I'm <laughs> never buying another one unless Sega puts one out. <laughs> if they, and if they put one out, I would buy it because um, I love Sega. Right. But uh, I did buy a Wii for some mm. reason. I don't remember why. Well. I think Sega. because I think Sega because put a lot of stuff on it. Sega put a lot of stuff on it, and one of the things Sega put on it was the bass fishing game. Uh, <laughs> and bass fishing was one of the games that I bought the Dreamcast for. Really? Because wow. it, again, it's one of those innovative things that came with the fishing controller that you cast and you reeled. Oh. And I still have it, and it's one of my favorite games. You know, and, and people were saying all this time how the Wii was so innovative for its motion controls no. and stuff. And fucking Dreamcast had that. Yeah, and you know, and I know there is a golf club controller on the Genesis for one of the Genesis oh, wow, golf games. Wow. And it would have like a little infrared sensor for yeah. where, and you would like swing it like a wow, golf club. Cool. And it would, well, so shit. It, Sega once again, <laughs> dope as fuck. Cool. Like the Genesis is like. It has the beginning of like freaking everything. It's hilarious. Yeah. Genesis is it dope. Had like the first downloadable games. They had the they had a modem for that thing. Yeah, I forget what that thing was called, but it had a was, it had the Sega Net or something. The Sega Channel, I think, was what um, was in the U.S. anyway. Okay, and that was through the cable lines. So hence it was a channel instead of. I but I know. I in, remember there was some in Japan. Thing. There was a modem at least. Okay, maybe they, that's their version of that or the the predecessor that became Sega Channel in America was was through a dial up modem. Okay, because uh, I remember some like thing that you added on and it was like a modem and you could right. do some weird thing with it. Yeah. So and I mean, they had they had that. They had 32x to like beef it up. Right, they had the Sega CD. Yeah, they were doing. I mean, they just they were just going it's nuts fucking on dope. That. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of like random like you, you're talking about the golf club thing. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of uh, random weird controllers oh, and yeah. stuff like that. I, I think back then all the consoles had so many weird controllers. Yeah. Like that was just the whole thing was because I know. I know in the comic books I had as a kid, the old, my old yeah, get those ads books, and the, stuff. Yeah, yeah. They, there was this, this ad for like this headset, and it would like have this little like targeting scope that went over I your eye that and a thing. mic, and you just shout at it, and yeah, it would, like shoot or something. I remember and that thing. I think it was for like the light gun games, and you would like aim it with a little eyepiece. <laughs> That's so weird, though. I mean, who wants to be shoot, shoot, shoot? <laughs> That's so. Pew, pew, pew. That's so weird. Maybe maybe that's what you do. Just pew 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 pew. Yeah, I don't know. Reload. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure how it all worked, but it was just those ads were everywhere, and it was yeah. And just I I just had tons of those ads in my old Transformers comics. All the old comic book stuff had cool ads like that. Even back in like the TV, I remember that uh, 
a commercial for that like vest that you wore when you played Mortal Kombat and oh, it, geez. it was like you could feel the hits. <laughs> I don't remember what it was called, but it, it had like a vibrating like a rumble thing oh, and man. it had these different zones and you'd like uh, feel the hits. Wow. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that thing was called. I always thought it was cool, but I knew that there was no way that it worked <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like the commercials like, that it would. And I know uh, I've I've only seen this with um, Eternal Champions. But I, I imagine there must have been other games that could function with it or something. They yeah. had some, like, sensor pad that would go around. You would stand in the middle of it, uh-huh. and you would, like, punch, and it would actually do the... It would, like... There was, like, a sensor that would register when you, where your fist crossed it wow. and how high it was. So it Holy would, like, shit. So you could act, you were actually, like, control the game that way. Man, that's So crazy. you were actually, like, punching and kicking, and your character would be jumping around and punching and kicking. And that's, like, uh, early Connect or something. Yeah. That's was, crazy. It, so it was... Yeah, it was kind of weird because it would because wow. I know the instruction manual had like this little map of it of what you did to do all the okay. moves for each of the characters. So huh. it would have like the characters move list, and then under that it would have little picture of the little sensor device and where you wow. had to do what to do what moves with each character. It was like that's neat. So I never actually saw the thing or used it, but it was yeah. just, had this big chart in the instruction <laughs> manual of how to use it for the game. And wow, it was like, that's cool. Yeah, so neato. It's. <laughs> Did you ever use the power pad for NES? Oh, no. Uh, no. My friend had one of those. And when we were, like, in high school, <laughs> and so we were – it's just, you just run on it, like, track and field. Oh. And it just has, like, these big <laughs> A and B buttons. And I remember oh, there was multiple zones, but I don't remember what those were for. Maybe if you had to jump on one or something. But I remember, like, trying to run on it to do the track and field thing. And we were doing it, and it was, like – I don't know, like one o'clock in the morning at, at his house. <laughs> and I remember saying to him like, dude, fucking light bulb moment. Here we go. I can move my hands faster than I can run. <laughs> I'm going to do it with my hands. So I got down on, on the thing and I was just like, <laughs> like as fast as I could. And his dad like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> like he busted like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like on the ground, like, like mid slapping this thing. I'm like, oh, sorry. And you would have won the race. If it yeah, wasn't no, then my guy's like frozen on the screen. Also, you know, like you lose. Uh, but man, it, it just made so much noise when I was slapping it. <laughs> uh, Fun times. That's the one time I used a power pad. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, they don't really. They don't have, like, random weird controllers really anymore so much. I mean, I'm sure they have some, but... They just keep trying to fold it into the main console with the Kinect and the Wii. Yeah, I've never seen the Kinect. Oh, I've seen it, but I've never used it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really used it either. It just—it seems like something that's just not going to work right, or even if it does not be a way I would enjoy playing the game. Yeah. I know with the Wii, with the Wii... I really loved the motion control when I first played it. I was just like, well, this is fucking amazing. (laughs) I'm like swinging and I'm bowling. (laughs) I'm swinging and I'm playing baseball. This is everything I could want. This is fantastic. It's like a dream come true. (laughs) And then I bought one eventually at some point and I was playing it for some, you know, all these games. I was going through all this stuff. And it got to the point where it was just like, 
I just want to play a regular game. <laughs> like, I don't want to do this motion shit because most of it was just gimmicky and stupid. Right. And there's still some games that, it, like, I have a baseball game and I like playing baseball games because I was all about baseball when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that game, it works really good because you just, like, swing it or pitch it. And it's real simple and it's just, like, basic and it's not hard. Um, but for most games, like, most regular games, yeah, this is fucking Most stupid. Of the time, it's just, yeah. yeah, it's not really much of a point. Yeah, so it's. Just well, I know like, with the bowling game, I would constantly throw the ball backwards somehow. <laughs> I don't know how you did that. I, I don't either. I don't. I don't think because the whole of being the Wii, it was like the whole family's playing it. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was the only one throwing the ball backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> but everybody else was like. Steven, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I'm just doing what it says. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but, yeah, like, I didn't even know he could go backwards. <laughs> yeah, all the little me's just jump and scream in the crowd because this <laughs> ball goes flying into them. They're like, ah! <laughs> I, lo- I love the me's. I don't, I don't know if you can still download them, but when I first got it, you could go on and you know what I'm talking where they have the me channel or something oh, yeah, yeah. and you could like see ones that people made. Right. And right. I got all these like random celebrities. Like I got Snoop Dogg and <laughs> Ice Cube and Willie Nelson oh. <laughs> and I got a Jackie Chan oh. and like I made a Pete Townsend from the who <laughs> and I uploaded him. <laughs> It was like uh, so fun because then when you play like Mario Kart, they're like in the crowd watching you and like on the billboards and shit. (laughs) Uh, I just know, I think because I didn't do too much with the Wii, and it was it was more my brother's thing. But Uh he he had it, and I guess he just had it like randomly downloading things (laughs) occasionally, and just like what with all these like Hitlers running around in his crowd? Like there were so many Hitler knees, (laughs) and there's like the hell, wow. Oh, my friend! My friend made a fucking John Rambo, <laughs> and it looked just like Sylvester Stallone. It was crazy. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! If if I ever turn yeah. the Wii on, I have to show it to you. It's fucking great. Uh, I I tried to make a Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes, and uh-huh. just, it just just wasn't working. Oh but. man! They're fun if you can get it just right. Because like one, I made a young Pete Townsend and an old Pete Townsend, and it really looks like him. It's fucking hilarious. Oh. It's weird because it, they don't give you that many options, but but you can still when you fucking nail it, it yeah. looks just like him. <laughs> like that Jackie Chan looks just like him. <laughs> Somebody did it just perfect. Oh. <laughs> I love that shit. It's so fun because they just show up <laughs> like in random games. <laughs> that's like my favorite part of the Wii almost I think so they should have had like this they should have had an RPG on there where like the people you do random stupid side quests for that are the Wii's like yeah. you, suddenly Jackie Chan wants you to go and like Dude, hunt that, uh, a, a field mouse for him or something that would be great yeah <laughs> go get these bags of grain for me <laughs> <laughs> oh man See, that, yes that, that would have been fun yes <laughs> That would that would maybe would have made people want to do stupid side that quests. That would have been and, fun. And yeah, like, you rescue my kitten from the tree, which which would have been hilarious from Jackie's and you know, <laughs> freaking Jackie. Just, why don't you do it yourself? <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Oh, uh, like even they could have done that, like in a Mario game or something. Yeah, like they have you know the the regular Mario guys, and then they just have like me guys or huh. 
I wonder if, like, in the Animal Crossing game, if they ever had Me Town or something. I never really played those. I never could understand yeah. why they were popular. But Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've played a few of them, and they're kind of engrossing for a little while, and then you just realize you're not doing anything. But Yeah. <laughs> hmm. But I don't think they used the Miis too much in those. I could be wrong, though. Yeah, I guess they do have little characters, little dog dude playing Yeah, they've kind of got their stuff. own characters, and... I know it's it's a series that predates the Wii, so... Yeah, it started, I think, on the GameCube, right? Yeah, I think it was on the GameCube. I know I have a DS version of it buried somewhere. Yeah, uh, I know I played the GameCube one first. That's how I was introduced to it, because my friend had it, and he was all like, fucking, this is like this is going to change gaming. <laughs> <laughs> he was into it. He Like, conceptually, he thought it was, like, the coolest idea. And I never really understood what... <laughs> like locked in for him but um yeah i don't know i mean i don't know and kind of and it's kind of a sandbox yeah kind yeah. of an early sandbox game i guess but yeah i don't know i, mean, I don't know <laughs> I and mean, it's just it's kind of yeah it's just maintenance is what yeah, it is you're, yeah. you're pulling weeds and and paying off the mortgage. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't really get into it. That being said, the fucking Super Nintendo Harvest Moon game where you're essentially farming and doing similar yeah, 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 tasks, yeah. I really got into that game. You know, I never played the <laughs> Super Nintendo version, but um, I, I played uh, PlayStation 2 version. Okay. Maybe it was a GameCube. I it had probably a, on both. but I mm. had one on Wii that was equally fun as the Super Nintendo one, but it, right. I just liked the the original one better but yeah did you get into that those games are fun yeah they're kind of oddly fun yeah they're they're weird they kind of they keep you playing for some reason yeah i don't know it's just gratifying you're like harvesting and yeah going around talking to people who knows why but yeah yeah, i don't know they're they're charming yeah that they are so (laughs) they're they are good games i'll say that yeah well I, I guess there's like some weird ones that I've seen that I've, I've, I think they were on the DS or Game Boy or something. They were some portable game of it. It was like Rune Factory Harvest Moon or something. And I guess yeah. it was like more like a traditional RPG where you're exploring oh, weird, dungeons, weird. but it's like Harvest Moon related. I never really understood what huh. was going on in those like games. Like growing mushrooms in the dark. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I kept thinking I need to play that just yeah, to see what weird. was going on with it and maybe i should track that down i can't understand how that would work but yeah, yeah i don't okay. i don't either so huh. i was a little confused by it but <laughs> it was like harvest moon but it's an rpg is that what i'm like maybe i'm totally wrong on it and i just don't know what i'm talking about because that's that's always a possibility but yeah well i always like they always felt like this derivative of RPGs. Yeah. You don't, I don't like remember leveling up. But properly you, RPGs, but there's definitely kind of a sem- similar feel to yeah. it. Yeah, and just an element of that, but I don't know, like a full-on? That seems weird. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe don't someday know. I'll give it a shot. So, uh... <laughs> So, Gamera. <laughs> yeah. I was going to see if I had any other notes about Gamera. I don't think I had anything. Oh. <laughs> that was something. Um, 
two things. Two things that I forgot about. In the last fight, and it might have been the end of the last fight, when Gamera just pulls Baragon under the water. Oh, yeah. I was just like... blood there, or the purple whatever blood, I guess. (laughs) I just kept thinking, like... Like, I know he's got to fight him, and I did feel sad for Barugan. Like, because, you know, ideally I'd like these guys to live and thrive. (laughs) And I just thought, like, Gamera was just, like, pushing him under the water. Man, Gamera, that's some cold-blooded shit. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Gamera. I don't know. Maybe Gamera's not as nice as I thought he was. (laughs) Maybe Gamera's the asshole. (laughs) But, you know. (laughs) The other thing was that... There's a fair amount of wires being used. Um, oh yeah, there was that. There was that great part where he like he like kicked Barogon or threw yeah. him or something. And he's just and he, like, goes, he was flying. Yeah, and I was like holy crap! Though. And obviously that had to be wire work. But. Yeah, and so given the year of this movie was sixty five or sixty six, mm-hmm. um, I think it was sixty six. But you said it was sixty five. So That's I don't what know. I saw on the DVD case. Okay. So I'm. Let me see. Um, yeah, it says 65. Okay. So, well, that's what it says anyway. Well, 65 is roughly the time that modern wire work in Hong Kong began. Mm. So I found it interesting that they were using it in this movie, and I wondered if, like many things in Hong Kong, they were taking ideas from Japanese filmmaking because possibly and i so i wondered like did they get the idea because obviously wuxia heroes flying around has been a thing in chinese culture for a long time right but like being able to actually perform that in a movie right to actually because there'd been wuxia movies since the silent era but they just didn't fly or when they did fly it'd be like a kind of like a weird blue screen sort of a early blue screen sort of thing and but the idea to like actually like oh no let's throw these people on wires right and so i don't know but i wondered if it was uh taken from a japanese thing hmm. i don't know just a little little something in there yeah maybe. These, these things were happening simultaneously and my previous understanding was that the hong kong people like oh we just like decided like we got to make these people fly how are we going to do it? I don't know. Try these wires. So that's mm. how I thought it was. But then they're doing it over here. So yeah. who knows? Maybe they were independently developed. Yeah. It's possible. It's also possible that they were that. Yeah. And Hong Kong wire work definitely <laughs> became its own unique thing. Right. And I don't think there's and anything like that in Japan. But I'm kind of thinking because and we've got the other Gamera movies and we've got a lot of these uh, movies with the miniatures and stuff yeah, they're dangling yeah. from wires. So it seems like this would be a natural evolution to say, okay, well, we've got Gamera spinning on a wire. This is we've true. We've got the planes flying by on wires this and all this true. stuff. How are we going to make Barugan fly across the screen? Like, well, maybe we just get bigger wires for this guy <laughs> that, that can yeah. carry the suit. That does make sense because I don't remember any real wires for the guy in the suit in the first movie. 
No, I don't think. I think it's all just the flying gamera in the you know the non. I mean, I don't. Maybe there is a guy in the flying gamera. Maybe that guy put in a lot of work yeah. for this movie. He said, "There's a little like laying down hamster wheel that he's gonna <laughs> like, <laughs> run on to get the thing to spin." I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I like your your line of thinking that. Uh, independently developed because it does make sense there is like a definite line of logic there yeah at least for how japan would have come to right that. right or at least specifically that barugan scene anyway yeah hmm i don't know i don't know i don't know like because mothra i'm pretty sure that was before like in 1960 i was saying and i don't know i should look it up yeah, before, i would but imagine mothra at least in flying scenes would be on a wire right but the question is is it a guy in a mothra suit i don't I know because I, I haven't seen a mothra anything since i was like six or seven i mean it was a little kid yeah I've, so i, I don't even remember yeah I and mean, it's been not that long for me but a long time as yeah. well and so i don't know if there is there a guy in a mothra suit I ever i don't think there is cause i thought mothra was kind of like just a lump of with yeah wings that's and what i thought really, too I don't, but maybe there's a little lumpy dude that they put in there and he's yeah you know, i don't know flapping his wings i don't know yeah I'm, I'm not sure on that just my mental images of mothra are that it was not a suit but yeah i could be wrong on. i'm that. gonna guess that it's not a suit yeah because you kind of you have the suit because you need somebody in there to be manipulating things. Right, and, and if Mothra, he's just flopping wings around. Yeah, if they're just little, like, paper wings or whatever, yeah. you wouldn't really need somebody in there to do that. You could just right put some animatronic motor in there to do that up. So Right. You, I mean, you could say the same thing about R2-D2, but there's a little dude in there. That's true. <laughs> so you never know. Yeah. <laughs> Mothra could be the R2-D2 of Kaiju. Yeah. It's a little guy in there flapping wings. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Who knows? Who knows? Not us. We don't know. Yeah. Silver emulsion. <laughs> we don't know. We just pretend we know. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, anything else about uh, Gamera? I'm trying to think. I think I'm pretty tapped out. Yeah. I'm just... It was fun. Had a yeah, it was it was great. I, I enjoyed just, uh, it. Yeah, just wanted that the fights to be a little more exciting, but you know, it gives me something to look forward to. Yeah, for the future, definitely so. something to look forward to. I did think that the the finale was could have been more like the first fight yeah, was. It, I thought it was first fight was pretty good. Right, and then the, I the, thought like, oh, and the next fight's gonna be dope. Yeah, and then it just, I was kind of looking forward to that yeah. through the rest of the movie, and then it. it kind of didn't feel like it was as good as the, the first right. fight so i was a little like oh it was a bit more lateral than like a step up or even right. a step down even i don't know yeah it just kind of seemed a little less than it could have been yeah but. no sucker punch you know <laughs> yeah and i gotta say I mean, not that it even matters but there's a lot of logical faults to the film but Oh. Yeah, anything to get a couple of giant monsters smashing each other around, it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you, you'd, if you want to go down logical <laughs> faults, we can. You're going to have to do it because I don't yeah, pay I attention mean, to that. <laughs> yeah. I mean. There's meaningless crap. Like One thing I wanted to mention, logically, 
Barogun is supposed to be small, they said that the infrared right, thing right. made, him, made giant. him giant. You're right. And right. so I was thinking, like, what is this thing in real life? Like, it's just a little lizard with the rainbow, like death ray, and, and, <laughs> and a freeze tongue. Like, yeah, maybe it maybe it could just be carried around in your hand and just. <laughs> so that didn't make a lot of sense. Right. But not that I cared. But right, and I, I found it more not making much sense that okay, he's weak to water, but he he lives on an a tropical island where there's going to be a lot of rain. And surrounded by the ocean, like this is true. This, yeah, you know, <laughs> like was, how does something like that live there? <laughs> well, he was a cave dweller, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Well, the guy said that he put it in the cave. Though. Yeah, that was the other thing he that was kind of that was kind of throwing me too. Like he found this thing and hid it in a cave, but then it turns out it's an egg of something that lived in the cave. So where did he find it? Did he find it where it wasn't supposed to be and put it where it was supposed to be? Did he find it somewhere else? And wow. I think we need a, a prequel <laughs> Barugan movie. No, not really. But <laughs> I know, d- just, yeah. There were just weird things like that where it was just right. like, okay, but I don't really care. I mean, it right. did not yeah. hurt my enjoyment of the movie None at of all. None that stuff matters. No, really. I mean, it's just... It's just we're here to see a couple guys in rubber suits smash each other around. Right, and yeah. Whatever it takes to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> a, you know, a, a jungle adventure. Well, that's actually kind of what I was thinking with it. Um, it's kind of got this vibe of what you usually think of from like a, a British Empire kind of exploration <laughs> okay, of the natives yeah, yeah. kind of vibe where it's like, I, I feel like like the story is something you would see of like the British dude yeah. wandering around in the jungle with natives and then, you know, and they run into the guy who's like acclimated to the natives and give it, and it's like, usually <laughs> that's like going to be this British dude who's yeah. just out and being imperialistic and stuff. And it, I, I kind of found that a quaint little difference, that yeah, distinction like that, that now it's Japan. It's like, it's the exact same thing. It's just, but they're Japanese people instead of right. British guys running around doing it. So <laughs> not that that really means anything, but it was just kind of a fun little no, twist that is, on it that, that just is fun though, yeah. amused me a bit that they're kind of <laughs> like they're not british guys and he's like seeing this like british guys exploring africa or india or something right. and yeah now we got japanese guys <laughs> yeah no and usually that kind of thing bothers me but i didn't even notice it here <laughs> because they were japanese guys and i think the circumstances of like almost treasure hunting to like try to get this thing and go home with it and right and I didn't, yeah but it, you, you're right like all the cliches <laughs> are definitely there <laughs> it's just you got the attractive woman in there and yeah it was yeah well, i have to say the the traitor guy the evil guy yeah. i kind of liked that there was no proper reveal it just sort of happens like, I mean, there's a reveal later on where the guy finds out that it was him, but it was like for the audience, it's like it just sort of evolves to him being the bad guy. And there's no moment where you like see him being a sneaky little asshole. And no, he's just this opportunist guy. He sees this right. moment and he's just like, I'm not going to say anything. Like, <laughs> let's just let this play out. And then it's like, and so like watching that, I was kind of like, is he just too scared of it? Is he did? And, and I'm thinking like, did he plant it there or is he just like what's going on like and you don't really know yeah and then later on he's like okay now he's he's totally being a villain and now it's like it just kind of builds into it very naturally 
in a way that I feel like a lesser film would have just done something yeah. to have like a reveal moment of him as the bad guy or there'd be some like right. tackling yes. off into the shadow like <laughs> as he runs off or something you know there would have been something <laughs> that some kind of trigger <laughs> yeah no it's a lot more subtle and it's yeah, almost it, like because i never got the sense that he was going to betray anybody before that it just right. seems like presented with this situation he he took it it's almost it, like yeah. wondering what do I do here at the beginning? Cause it go, keeps like showing him for a while. Like, is he going to say something? Is he not? Right. And you can almost say like, Oh, he's trying to decide like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Or like, he's just terrified. Cause it's a freaking yeah. scorpion. That's going to kill you in five minutes if it stabs you. And right. maybe he doesn't want to like, and he's like, Oh crap. But, right. And, and then there's like the time where he's, he takes a long time getting the first aid kit. And yeah. you're kind of like, Oh, he is just he definitely like, is deciding to, to go ahead with it right it's just this this kind of gradual build and the audience just sees it rather than having to be told it right and 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 at the same time i was like looking back and it's like there's kind of foreshadowing to this too where it's like ahead of time he he i or one of them is all talking about like oh we're we're not gonna we're all gonna split this evenly it's not gonna be any (laughs) like and so it's like you've got Uh this kind of that question wouldn't even be in your mind unless they had asked it. That's true, yeah. And then there's like the whole scene where they're first starting the adventure. It just shows the picture of the gun and the grenades. And then there's the knock on the door and they cover it up. Like, oh, like you know, like you. I kind of thought at first this was like some Yakuza gang yeah. war thing going on. And then like, <laughs> no, we're just treasure hunting. And it, it comes out as benign. But the way that whole scene is shot is very ominous. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like it's got this very subtle foreshadowing to that that I looking back on it i was really appreciating how well that was done yeah that's cool that you shine a light on it i didn't even necessarily pay attention to that but it definitely was working on me <laughs> like i definitely feel what you're saying but i didn't yeah, and necessarily be conscious of that yeah and there's that great moment where the the main character is treating the guy and he's kind of coming to this realization not to trust the other guy and you can yeah. kind of see him coming to this conclusion like of shit and like what do i do now and like how to right, deal with it right. so it was uh it was definitely much better done than it could have been for oh, sure definitely yeah no it could have just been <laughs> real shitty <laughs> yeah. but i was i was surprised at how well that was done and handled so. yeah and that's partly that's like a big reason why that uh that whole first section like is just good yeah, like it's I mean, fun I was, to watch i was just into it i yeah. was like not even caring that i was not getting giant monsters at the right, time because right. i was just into that story going on yeah they built that up really well yeah so yeah it's a <laughs> solid movie to watch <laughs> all right yeah so uh kaiju aholics <laughs> get your camera on yeah it's, it's a, a good one yeah <laughs> that's it so Uh, yeah yeah. enjoy uh until next episode uh adios later
Yeah.